Chapter 3 of Puss in Boots, Jr. and the Good Grey Horse. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Puss in Boots, Jr. and the Good Grey Horse by David Corey. Willow Tree Inn. The moonlight shone brightly on the sign of the Willow Tree Inn as Puss reached up for the big brass knocker. But he wasn't tall enough so he stood on an empty flower-pot and rapped twice on the door. "'Who's there?' asked the innkeeper, poking his head out of the window. "'Puss in Boots, Junior.' "'Very well, Master Boots,' said the innkeeper. "'Rest on the porch till I put on my boots.' And pretty soon the door opened and a sleepy innkeeper appeared with a lighted candle in his hand. "'Ah, you have a horse,' he said. "'Come, I will show you the way to the stable.' "'Bad luck!' cried the innkeeper, as a gust of wind blew out the candle. The moon is behind a cloud. Tis dark. Can you make your way? Never fear, replied Puss. A cat can see in the dark. But, goodness me, just as they reached the barn, a bat knocked off Puss Junior's hat. Bat, bat, come under my hat, and I'll give you a slice of bacon. And when I bake, I'll give you a cake, if I am not mistaken, cried the innkeeper. That sounds mighty good to me, said Puss Junior. I've had no supper yet, and it's nearly morning. So it is, answered the innkeeper. Well, we'll give you a good grey horse, a mess of oats, and some hay. After that, we'll go back to the inn and cook a slice of bacon. And when you bake, please give me a cake, or I'll be much disappointed, cried Puss. I'd rather give it to you than to that old bat, said the innkeeper, closing the stable door and pushing in the bolt. Of course, he catches lots of mice, but at the same time, I don't like him. So you like me better, said Puss. Well, we'll wait and see, said the innkeeper. In the meantime, come in and he opened the door and led Puss into the kitchen. End of chapter 3 Recording by Julian Prattley